All right, welcome everyone to another edition of the Infinite Expansion Podcast. I'm your host, Tim, and I'm sitting here again with Jay the Explorer. How you doing, Jay? Doing great. How are you, Tim? Good. So, wanted to do this podcast for a little while. Me and Jay have had many off-screen discussions about this topic, and so we thought we'd bring it out to anyone who wants to listen. And the topic was, what is the ideal size of government? And so we wanted to explore this a little bit. Now, I personally have gone on many transformations and different schools of thought when it comes to this. You know, when I'm first, you know, when I was 15, 16, I didn't know a lot, you know, even into my early 20s. You know, I didn't really know a lot about how the world works, and, you know, I'm pretty much a status at that point. Um, you know, I, I would like, uh, you know, I believe in the government. I believe in what they're doing. Um, I know there's some corruption, but, you know, I don't know the grand scheme of things, you know, the conspiracies that are, that are you know, abundant, the deep state operations. And then I started to wake up. I started to realize, wow, the government is literally at the root of a lot of things. It's, you know, so many of the conspiracies, I mean, so many of the conspiracies can't even work if it wasn't for the entity of government. And so I really got into the anarchist um, circles, you know, anarcho-capitalists particularly, and I actually before that I was more in the progressive camp. I, I when I learned about all the kind of the Reagan years and the coups overseas, I became a progressive. I thought, oh, well, we just need to clean up the government. We need to get the you know we need to get the bad guys out of power, and we need to go on this progressive agenda. So I was a progressive, and then I was like, well, well, that's not really the route. And I got into the anarchists, and I thought that was the solution, but. I've kind of come around now to, I always describe myself as a mutualist, but I'm, I do believe in limited government as kind of a necessary evil. Um, we can talk about this more, but Jay, maybe you can, before we go deeper, maybe you can talk about your evolution on the topic. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty similar to to yours. Uh, basically, I was uh, I was a liberal my, most of my life. I, I was raised very uh, very religious, but I kind of rejected that somewhere around the age of twenty. When you get out and go to college, and uh, and you know, looking back, that's no coincidence. But um, but yeah, so most of my life, I was a liberal, atheist, very progressive, and such. Uh, voted uh, Democrat Party most of my life. I, I voted Obama two thousand eight. But uh, when I figured out, well, I, I was over in Belarus when the coup went down in, uh, in Ukraine, and I saw how the Western media was presenting it as you know, a revolution and Russia's invading and this and that. And I saw that other media was presenting it as a coup. And uh, so I just I, I compared the two, and essentially the non-Western media was much more credible than the, the Western media in this respect, and that opened a can of worms uh, in that this uh, progressive idealism that, that I had was revealed to me to be essentially programming, not just through education, as, as previously mentioned, but uh, through, through the media and such. 
so I, I was being presented a false reality upon which to um, which to construct my set of values. So it was due for a, a radical retransformation of values. So I, I too went uh, all things, you know, fuck the government, all, you know, way into, um, I, uh, I, I suppose you could say anarcho-capitalism, uh, that sort of thing, and, and maybe I'm still there. Uh, I've pretty much checked out of the US. I haven't been back there for a few years, so Right now, I'm just kind of surfing uh, whatever uh, governments I, I happen to be under the control of. But I, I, I do have some opinions on, uh, on what would be ideal, maybe what could be uh, uh, pragmatic, that sort of thing. And, 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 and we differ quite a lot. We agree on a lot of things, but we, uh, we seem to consistently disagree on uh, the necessity of government and such. Yeah, so maybe we can go over each of our thoughts on to what the ideal size was. Um, you know, I'll start. Um, you know, I am, I would say I am more for state government. And as I've looked over this more and more, um, I, I totally don't like having a large federal government, especially in large geographical areas. It puts too much power under one umbrella, um, I don't. That I am totally against. I and I am and I'm, I'm I'm an anarchist philosophically, but I think we live in a collective environment. We don't. We're not in isolation. And so, if we're gonna bring some type of order to things, we're gonna need some type of collective system, which we all agree to. And so, you know, I think naturally over time, say I'm. Um, you know, I'm in a certain geographical location and a bunch of us live there. We have a community. Well, eventually we're going to establish some type of system of law. Like, and it doesn't have to be super, like, you know, it could be written down or it can just be known. But, you know, okay, well, you can't uh, murder anyone or this, but we're going to put, since we all can't take care of everything, well, this person's going to work on this, this person's going to work on that. And I think naturally over time, there's a system of laws that come into place. And I think that's fine. Um, you know, pe now people born into it will be like, "Oh, I'm born into this social construct uh, that's been made up." Well, you're born into an already established culture. It's already been trains already been moving before you were even born. So, you know, we need now we need ways to change the systems of law when they need to be changed. So you need some type of system in place where you can allow flexibility of culture, flexibility of law. Uh, even flexibility of boundaries at times. But I think if we don't have a system of law in place, um, we, we we're going we're gonna not have great conflict resolution uh, type uh, entities to to, um, to you know to solve conflicts. We need ways to solve conflicts and law and having a system of rules in place can help solve conflicts. Now this gets dangerous though when it moves into higher and higher, um, levels, you know, if you have the United States, you got 50 states, you got a large geographical area. Putting all the states under one umbrella seems rather naive. You, the state and, and having the states function, control all the, you know, really top-down control is dangerous. It, you, you, you can't put that many cultures under one umbrella. They have their own unique needs, their own unique 
they might have differing opinions when it comes to certain parts of the law. And so I think it's best to leave the states more to come up with their own systems. That's why I think like, like the state is the ideal size, in my opinion. Um, because then you have some cooperation, you can, you can, you know, you have, there is a thing in strength in numbers, you're going to need to come together sometimes to, to hold your own in certain things. But it's not too big where you can't affect your democracy. It becomes harder to affect your democracy at the federal level because you got to get the whole nation under, underneath or, uh, you know, a part of your cause to really go in and change. But at the state level, it's manageable. The state's not overly big. That's why I think in Europe, the better, those sides of the states are better, you know, they're, they're smaller. They're like one state here almost, and they're more manageable. And so I am more someone who's for limited government as in states' rights, but I think government is still a necessary evil to bring, you know, while it has its problems, to bring some type of order. I think it ha does more positives than good. Now, look, I totally agree with all the anarchists and libertarians in that the function of government has exploded. It's in way too many things that it should that it should not be in. Uh, I think in terms of functionality, we can limit the size of government big time. It should not be in most of the things it's in today, especially at the federal level. It's just, it's 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 like in everything, and that's why it's, we have this top-down control structure now. But I still think, because like a lot of anarchists will say to me, I'm like, well, well, how are we going to, like like for example, say someone wants to come into your neighborhood and, and, and say you have a neighborhood, you got kids playing around, you don't want people going 60, 70 miles an hour down your neighborhood. Well, you're going to have some type of system of law there and some type of way of enforcing it. People will go, well, it's like a community union or whatever that does this. Fine, but that's still kind of like, to me, that's saying the same thing as how we have a kind of a governmental structure there. To me, that's very much the same thing. You can call it a community union or you can call it a government, but it's to me, it's, it's, it's doing the same thing. It's 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 having some type of law that everyone agrees to and then and then doing something about it if people kind of come into your community and break the rules that you've set it's your community um so to me they're the same thing i just i think though in size state is the best size in my opinion but but you can go ahead and we can talk about this more but let's let's hear your uh, thoughts yeah um so you mentioned that we're all we're we're born into a, a system of law that we all agree to, and, and I don't I don't think that necessarily follows. I I, w I would question what if we don't agree to it. I I don't recall ever signing a, a piece of paper that said I agree to this, uh, I agree to that. My my signature is not on the U.S. Constitution or any state constitution. In fact, those documents are not intended to bind me. Those are intended to define the roles and responsibilities of the uh, governmental organizations. Um, so that's not a system of, of, of laws that I agree to. That's a system of laws that the, the, the government entities agree to. I didn't agree to any of that. Okay. Uh, so I, I do think the issue of consent is very important because I, I, I think it gets obfuscated into well you agree simply by virtue of existing within this social construct it, or or it doesn't matter if you agree or you disagree i i suppose that's the next step um uh 
So if, uh, you know, the, the social, predominant social con construct could be that uh, any children with blonde hair uh, have to donate their corneas to, uh, to the brown haired people uh, at, by age five or something. And if that's, that's what everybody says, then, uh, you know, you were just born into it. That's, that's too bad. Um, so I, I think there is an issue of harm, and we, we had a system to deal with that. We had a system of trial by jury, and uh, that was, a, a, that was uh, law in terms of uh, making claims uh, against harm. So for example, if you, if you smoke a joint and I point at you and say, don't smoke that, if it's not hurting me, I have no right to tell you not to do it. Uh, it if it is hurting me, then I can file a claim against you. You know, if, for example, that smoke, you know, injured somebody in my family, we could file a claim against you and we could present the evidence. You could present counter evidence and a jury of our peers would take well, care what, of it. What's going to force you to show up? So someone uh, files a claim, but what, what's forcing me to show up to that claim? Yeah. So it, it would seem there needs to be some, uh, would that, I, I wonder how that was handled very long time ago. Is it literally the jury? The, the jury goes to your house and says, come on, you're coming. Uh, and, and, and also, and then, of course, uh, after the judgment, you know, suppose, yeah, your, your nasty smoke uh, injured my child for $500 worth of medical care. Okay. What if you just say, no, nah, not paying, not going to do it. What, what, what are the ramifications of that? So do you need a, a community group which, which uh, you know, enforces that? And is that equivalent to a local government? Well, let's suppose we can address that. Is a community group equivalent to a, a government? I think a big issue of that is, is it uh, autonomous? Is it independent from any larger government entity? Uh, and there's a huge difference between the two. If your local community is autonomous and they can make all their own decisions, uh, they can, they can uh, you know, do what that community uh, wants done without influence of, uh, of you know, state or federal government. I don't think that's the same thing as a local government. I think government include government the word government implies that it is part of the larger organization. So maybe, maybe we would have to uh, um, make, a, make a distinction between the two. Well, uh, when, I, when I mean yeah. government, I just mean a governing someone who's enforcing the laws that that community agrees to, like to, a place to file claims uh, okay. pretty much and to uphold the, the, what the people want in that town. and, and I know it's a sticky issue because when it scales higher, look, it gets into too it too it's too uniform under when we have such a diverse culture. But I guess that's yeah. why I was saying, look, you know, it's never going to be perfect, but at a state level, it's more manageable in affecting your democracy as opposed to having the national level. I mean, it'd be awesome to have city, but I think coordinating all the different city laws and into it would be very very complex whereas state might be a little bit more manageable 
Uh, well, manageable by whom? Uh, are, are we saying manageable by the people, which is well, what I would we, hope? We, well, in an ideal situation, I think, look, I agree with you. We, we got a lot of messed up laws. We got to have a purge, you know, uh, kind of, in my opinion, of the, re, you know, revamping of the legal system, uh, tossing a lot of crap out, uh, tossing a lot of the politicians and even redefining what we want our government to do, especially in each state, redefine what they want their government to do, what they want their laws to be. So there needs to be a purge, in, in my opinion. The laws we have now were born into, you're right, they, they take away our freedoms more than anything else. So we need a type of purge in a way to reestablish. But one of the other arguments I want to make, and you said, like, look, I'm born into this just by being born. But I guess at the same time, though, when you're born into, you do get to take advantage of all the infrastructure that was already built. All I mean, there's a lot of, still a lot of things that you get that, that all this culture already established up for you. So there's there's something, it's not like you're so not getting is, anything either. Is the argument that, then that uh, by virtue of the fact of this infrastructure, which I may or may not avail myself of, if, if I choose to use any part of that, then I am tacitly agreeing to whatever laws, however reasonable or unreasonable they, they may be, um, are, are established by whatever government entity. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I would say so. But the, the point, I guess, I'm, I'm trying to make is if, if you have diversity of law of, and so people can migrate around to different places that they prefer and then also um you know you need systems in place where you can change the law in your place if you if 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 that's so you know what what the people of that community want then yeah there needs to be ways to affect change in that community but also if you have diversity then you're not stuck in one place you can you know, oh, well, I don't like these, this one, but this one, uh, this one, I, I, you know, most of the things I like, I agree to. And so, okay, I, I can, um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, so I, it's, it's interesting that, that uh, nowadays we, that the concept of community is not necessarily a geographic one. And uh, you, you have to question whether that, uh, that, fairly arbitrary distinction, which made, made all kinds of sense, you know, hundreds of years ago. But now, I, I, I don't know if that is still a valid uh, uh, way to, to distinguish community uh, j simply by geography. Uh, would it be possible to have uh, internet communities that yeah, maybe you and I are in the same, uh, you know, now we're, we live several thousand miles apart, but maybe we agree to the same set of, of, uh, of laws, if, if, if you call it that. But then maybe the guy that lives right next door to me, maybe he's super religious or, or super a-religious, whatever, or follows a, his own thing. And he, and he and I completely disagree on things. Uh, could, we, could we all, could we both submit ourselves to a different set of laws, and would that even make sense? Uh, does it need to be a geographic thing? What do you think? I, I think, well, it, it, that's why we need to redefine the function of government. Mm. But I do think, you know, in terms of, now I know people in the anarchist community be like, well, who's going to, they always like to make fun of people, but like, 
building infrastructure, taking care of, say we got a big sewage problem in the city that need, that affects a lot of people. You know, I think we need ways of dealing with these things. So, like you need, you need, we need, we need people to re-engage in their communities. I think that's part of the problem too, is that people aren't engaged in their local communities. They don't have to be like, they could deal economically maybe in different systems through the internet and stuff. But I think part of the problem is that people don't interact with their local communities. I think that's actually at the root, some of the root of why, you know, we've let our communities get taken over by people who don't have our best interests because we don't right. even participate in them. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, in fact, I'll go further. I think people, beyond simply engaging in the community, community they need to look inwards and take responsibility for themselves. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you around here, the solution for, uh, there's a big sewage problem. Uh, we all have our own septic tanks. We handle it ourselves. We handle our own shit. <laughs> Literally, we, we take care of our own shit. We don't need a government to handle that. We don't need government inspectors coming around. We don't need a central treatment plant. Uh, and that's actually a very interesting thing because around here, you have generally a property has its own well or it has a small community well. But they're small enough, it's not cost effective uh, for the, the uh, national government to manage them and to dose them with fluoride. So we have water that is not, uh, shall we say, purified with, uh, with the neurotoxin of uh, industrial waste fluoride. But uh, where the government does have its teeth in uh, is uh, it can uh, regulate uh, table salt. And it requires that fluoride is added to table salt around here. So where the government gets its teeth is where is 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 what it does. So that's a right. very interesting thing. And, and in, my, in that case, you know, look, that's something the government shouldn't be involved in at all, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, um, but who stops them? Who's going to stop them? What what I'm saying is, if you if 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 it's a state level. Mm -hmm. You don't have to focus, like we all focus on the national election. We all focus on national policies. And it, it, it's, it's very hard to affect the national policies without getting a whole consensus. But if you just had to focus on your state, and you just had to get people in your state around certain causes, like for example, we don't want fluoride in our water. It's much more manageable than um, getting a whole nation of you know 300 plus million people around one cause whereas if you have just your state uh you can deal with those issues and in terms of uh what you said earlier you make a great point look some communities and some states i would imagine the government's going to be very hands-off you go into some of the rural states they don't really want I, I don't think they really want the government that involved people take care of themselves that's the beauty i think in having that diversity but when you start coming into cities i think people are going to want government naturally I don't mind paying like I live in a city I don't mind paying a little bit of my taxes if if they're going to good things uh, if they're going to kind of maintaining infrastructure and you know little things like that I'm okay with that even to build a public transport we kind of need a better one in the city um, I'm all right with that and, and, and but as long as there's transparency and knowing where the money's going and this and that so I think different places and maybe even within states you're gonna have cities that do different things in other cities you know that's but in the state level you can still like you can manage that like a national level to to do had to 
coordinate all that and to it, it just becomes too convoluted and and too many competing interests and and it just gets too hard to control it, it you can't i think though you know as i've said state is much more manageable and different states are going to have different policies which makes it good like if you're if you like taking care of your own shit and you want to live in the rural part of the country great you know like that appeals to me too it's sometimes but you know, there's cities are going to need a little. I think a little bit more government involvement, planning a little, a little bit, uh, just because they're so big. There's so many people. You need planning does help a little bit if it's done in the right way. So you know, there's a give and take there. We can see the clear difference between rural politics and city politics. We can see it clearly in the election. Although there's a big divide over those two. Yeah, absolutely. Um... So I I think just to just to maybe clarify I I think is the difference uh, the the difference between state and federal for purposes of this conversation is really just one of size is is that right like so well so yeah size and then it's you know taking government down yeah so it's a manageable level and if, when it's down in size you can affect it more you can you can change the laws and affect the democracy in your in your system and as opposed to national where to get uh, you know a bunch of you know you might have your your state might be really really want something but if 30 other states don't well nothing's going to happen so it's like you can't even change uh what your state wants to do yeah your state is like you know 80 it's 80 percent for something but at the national levels, holding you up, the federal level. I look at some of the states that want to legalize marijuana, and then luckily they are. But it's it's this federal burden that's unnecessary, and and there's just a lot better ways to go about it. That the federal government is getting completely in the way of, like centralized control is getting in the way of. But I still think there's, I still think there's a need, a necessary need for government in terms of establishing boundaries and establishing law systems. Because I don't. If you, if you don't, then your your system. You know, it's kind of going back to barbarism in some way. Like what what happens when people come into your into your city and they want to start taking over parts of it? Well, you're gonna. There's gonna be a conflict. There's got to be. There's better diplomatic ways, I think, to to solve those resolutions. And that's why you have different competing systems of law. You're you're, you're mentioning what if thugs come in into your your city or or. Or, or place and decide to impose their own set of rules, and I I would argue that's exactly what the government has done, and they 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 have armies of thugs with guns and cruisers and their own system of uh, of rules that uh, you and I may or may not agree with, and if you disagree with their system of rules, they will respond with deadly force. If, if it escalates to that point, and uh, it certainly can, so I, it still seems to me that it's uh, it's might makes right in in this this new supposedly civilized system, and consent your consent is irrelevant. So let let's take that idea. What if if your consent is irrelevant? What what's to prevent them from? Uh, legislating what you can and can't do with your own consciousness. Oh, wait, they already did that. 
was to prevent them uh, from legislating that uh, if you don't inject your kids with, with what they want you to inject your kids with, uh, if you don't feed them what they want you to feed them, if you don't submit to the so-called medical care that they want you to, they'll take your kids. Oh, wait, they're doing that. Uh, I, I, I think the issue of consent is absolutely fundamental and we can't just gloss over that and say well you're born into this construct and you're using the you're using uh, goods and services and so therefore they can do anything they want to you I, I, I strongly disagree with that well a couple of things um, in terms of the police deadly you know and the police overstepping their boundaries I would argue that that has a lot to do with the federal infiltration of police departments um, and kind of co-opting them. If you look into George Webb's research, you really can see this, uh, the militarization, the, the, the infiltration by the JTTF and then kind of brownstoning a lot of uh, local sheriffs and cops and whatnot. So that, again, it seems to stem more and more over time from federal infiltration um, but going into what you said, look, the only thing that's always stopping government from imposing laws that are ridiculous, like you were stating, is people standing up and doing something about it. That's always been the case. That's always will be the case that if you if if they're trying to do that, well, you got to stop them. Uh, democracies have to be maintained. They have to be, people have to be engaged in them. And that's why I'm advocating for state because you can, you can get people around a cause much easier. Whereas national, well, well, fuck, I can't, I don't, most people don't even know about it. how can I do that? But if I had to get, wake my state up and get people in my state, well, it's not so big where I can't do that. And so, yeah, there's no, there always could be, there always will be people trying to pass laws that people don't agree with. But if but that's why we have to stand up and be involved with our communities, be involved with what's going on. If we just sit back and let them do whatever, yeah, of course. But that's again why I'm like state. You can you can you can manage that. It's manageable. It's not so big where you can't do anything about it, in my opinion. And so yeah, if they, if the if the guy gets out of control in your state, well maybe you gotta. Maybe you got to take them out of power and do a, and do a you know, you know, you know, purge the system a little bit in your state, and get new people in there. And that's you know, I would like laws where there can be, um, you know, flash where it's easier to like take people out. Maybe you can do where if you get enough people, there's a flash election or something where it's you know, in in five months, in two months, we're gonna have a new election like on the spot because like we got 75% of people who don't like what's going on. So I, I like the idea of you know, you can there's different ways you can hedge where it makes it much harder for them to do that. But at least also at a state level, it's contained. It's not okay, well that person's making the laws in that state. Well, that's contained to that state more. And so it's easier to again, maintain, but that would be my rebuttal to that, you know, people making laws like that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta participate. You gotta make sure it doesn't. Democracies don't just happen. They have to be maintained constantly. They never, that never goes away. 
Uh, yeah, I lost a little the the little back part of that, but it, but I, I think I got the got the gist of it. Um, I well, I, first I would question whether you really can have much influence on California. I mean, <laughs> I would I would challenge you, Tim, to to pick an issue and that you want to manage. I don't know what that could be. Uh, well, I, I could argue that California could be split into two. Um, hmm. I can I can go with that argument that maybe splitting right. it in the middle part where you have NorCal and SoCal. I, I, I could agree to that, even even three parts, really, uh, to sure. be honest. But uh, it just depends, you know, what if people are so culturally different in the South compared to the North, then maybe it makes sense to split it. Um, you know, that's that's that would be something that had to play out over time as if cultures are different. Maybe they want to split up more uh, because, yeah, California is pretty big. It's got a lot of people. You know, it might make sense to split it up to some degree because, yeah, it would be harder to affect uh, the democracy there. Um, but you, you know, that was something. You know, if you went back to states' rights, that'd be something that have to play out a little bit to see, you know, where the natural boundaries kind of are, like where, where they fit. Right, right, and and I I do think the way the 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 United States was intended to work is is essentially as you describe. Uh, however, I, I would drill down farther and say, fine, just because I'm born in this state, how does that in any way mean that I consent to the statutes of, uh, of this state? Um, I, w and, I would say that in that regard that your, your parents are, you know, that's, that's where your parents come in. They, they brought, that's where you have to be, a, you know. What what state do I want to bring my kid? And then the kid can defect from there. Maybe he's like, you know what? I don't like this state. Maybe I'm going to move over to this state. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's no perfect way of going about it, but it's, it's still a collective system. And so, you know, there's already something going on. You can't change already what's going on, but hopefully you can change in your time in that system. Okay, you're 15, you're 18 years old. You know what? I'm done with this state. And that's where parenting, I think, comes in. You've got to raise your kids in a spot where you think is a good spot. Then don't, don't, don't be there if you don't like it. Go move somewhere else. Interesting. Um, hmm. Well, I, I don't know that I, I, I can say that by virtue of your parents birthing you in a particular state that that implies that you consent to whatever statutes that entity that government entity imposes I, I don't think that follows at all uh, I I could see the pragmatist argument that hey too bad uh, you're you're here so therefore these laws apply to you and uh, I, I, I don't think I can agree with that um, I think if we're going to get to the ideal size of argue, of, of uh, government, uh, the ideal size is none. The ideal size is we all take care of each other uh, and we take care of ourselves. Uh, ideal size is we all, we all function without coercion from, from men with guns as it comes down to. Uh, I, I don't know that we're ready for that sort of ideal. I think some of us are. Some of us would be very happy with it, and some of us would, would function very well, but then I think others would not. Um, 
I do think certainly uh, a benevolent uh, media is required for any sort of ascension from where we are now because it, it appears that the deep state essentially controls the media and they control the puppet show of the government so we're we're not even getting into deep state issues we're we're looking at surface level issues and supposing that there aren't levers of power being pulled behind the scenes so we're we're almost arguing about what puppet show we want to be watching while the real show is going on behind the scenes and we don't even see it does that make sense i mean we we both know that 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 by and large the the theater of government that we do see is mostly that it's mostly just theater um and other countries will be invaded using our tax dollars whether we want it want to or not uh things like this uh laws will be passed whether the people want them or not because uh a false reality is projected on the public from a oh. complicit media so yeah. it, it all i i don't even know if it makes any difference i i think the entire system even if it, even if the federal government was completely disbanded poof tomorrow okay and all we had was state-level governments. I think those could be corrupted just as easily by a, shall we say, a hidden federal government um, uh, that we would not even be aware, of, you know, to the public. Hey, federal government's disbanded. I would disagree because, again, if you're only focusing on your state, it becomes much easier to identify what's going on. In my opinion, uh, you can wake people up. You only need to wake up the people in your state. Uh, you don't need to wake up. I don't need to wake up someone in Oregon because I don't live there. I just need to wake up people here. And you can build grassroots movements. I could, and in most states, I could drive anywhere in the state within five out, you know, five six hours. Maybe a little, maybe a little long. Now California is a little different. Right. Um, and you know, I think maybe that one could be cut up. But you can drive a lot of places in the state. You don't. It's not like it's inaccessible to you. Um, and right. so it becomes more manageable. It becomes more. Um, yeah, look. The, uh, so we're like I said, we need. We need. We we still. We before we do this, we're going to need a purge of the, you know, real shining of the light on the deep state, and we're going to need to take out a lot of elements of it. Mm -hmm. And then from that point on, we're going to have to be very vigilant in watching the. Um, you know, in, in, in following what's going on in our state and when and in not just state, you want to be following on with other states, but particularly your state. Um, and the only way I mean, the, the only way is, is to stay aware. It's, you're always those those entities of control and, and deceit are always going to be there. But if you can minimize like if they have control of the federal government, then they got control over all 50 states, whereas if they just, you know, that that gives them so much control over all this, and then you put and then what they're trying to do, put it into global hands. Well, then they control the whole freaking world, you know, uh, with one centralized entity. I'm trying to bring this entity of power down to more manageable sizes. Um, I don't think having no government is the solution either, because like like, what's going to stop these people with a lot of money and power from just building private armies and just, you know enforcing their will on everyone. I think it's better if we least have some stop guards and 
and boundaries and and then you know you know within you know your state so that would be my you know i think i've articulated all the points i wanted to on that yeah. subject i might get some people disagree but uh, i'm just trying to be a pragmatist to a certain degree about it too because you know it's not it's not perfect i said again it's a necessary evil that has a little bit more positives in my opinion than negatives and that throne of power is not as big and it's it's we able to overthrow that throne of power easier if it's just in your state as opposed to it having it in the federal level and you got to get all all the states involved and everyone agreeing and it's just too it's just that's hard to do i mean that's really really i think that's that was the whole this you're right when you said the founding of the country was jefferson this is was his idea whereas hamilton had the idea of the federalists that's why they were called the federalists they wanted a strong federal government and and this and that so sure. it's this isn't a new debate but i i think you know we can learn we can see what happened when the federal government got so much power look what we are today um you know look i agree there are some good things about um coordination among states on and uniform uniform uniformity of you know in terms of laws and different things there can be some good to that but there are also a lot of a lot of negatives um especially when you have you know corrupt people getting into power yeah i uh i i just question whether uh taking care of so so today it does seem like the federal government is is the the bigger issue but i think it could easily be the case that state government is the issue uh if 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 instead for example the federal government was largely dethroned and deteeped and had had no power uh i i think i think the deep state could run the show just as effectively and they could run it behind the scenes and just because the federal, the o, the overt exoteric federal government doesn't have power, I think they could run. They could run it behind the scenes, uh, just as well. I don't well. think it'd be as. I don't think it'd be as easy. I don't think it. It, it, would. it, it, it may not, but uh, I I I go in the same direction that you're going as far as decentralization. Except I go all the way down to you rule you. You are the ruler of you. I am the ruler of me. Um, I am my state. You are your state. Uh, I haven't consented to anything beyond that. If I harm you, then uh, you have a right to defend yourself. Uh, and sure, there there are issues. How, how do you enforce these things? Do you do you simply you know have a, a loosely organized bunch of people? And I, I know I know this also sounds ridiculous and unattainable from where you're sitting, but from where I'm sitting. It works great. I don't need a government around here. When the roads need repairs, uh, the the shops and, and community puts together and gets the roads repaired. Um, by and large, the the city governments here just take money and they don't do anything, which is great. Please don't do anything. Please do nothing. Just leave us alone. Take take our money and just leave us alone. I'd rather they didn't take our money. That'd be great. But they take less money than uh, than they do up in the states. I'll say that. Uh, so, I I think you can if if you were to live somewhere without such an overbearing government for just six months, maybe a year, you see that you don't need it. 
We don't need it. We're used to it. We're used to having mommy and daddy there making the rules for us, controlling our behavior. But people can be pretty cool without somebody uh, somebody forcing them, forcing the sets of rules on them. Um, you know, even if I, even if there's nobody around, I'm not gonna drive 100 miles an hour on a road that I can't see to drive 100 miles an hour. Now, if it's a, you know, a, a, a straight interstate, yeah, I think I should be able to drive 100 miles an hour, uh, pr provided uh, I'm willing to deal with the consequences if I harm somebody by doing this. Uh, that's, uh, that's, again, ruling yourself, being responsible for your own actions, and uh, basically growing up, getting out of our infant and no longer requiring parents to tell us what to do just doing it ourselves growing the fuck up into adult men and women that deal or that that handle our own lives that take care of our own responsibilities and if other people are are hurting people we care we care about we stand up to them doesn't matter if they have magic uniforms on and some mental disease that that they believe gives them the right to treat the people like slaves and force force their will uh, upon us. Uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm I think I'm more convinced of radical decentralization than other Tim that than than uh, than than I have been previously Tim. So I guess I thank you thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said. Um... Look, you, you know, you live in a more rural area. I think that that works well there. Um, like I said, there'll be some states, I think, will literally, the government will barely do anything. Maybe be like a justice system, like where we have your peers, where they get people to come in and be peers for, you know, just, you know resolutions for different disputes. But I think when you run into bigger cities, and I think some, some people naturally want to live in cities and are okay with, you know, a government. Yeah, I would agree. Forcing people to vaccinate, forcing people this and that. There's a lot of crap laws on the books. All ton, 90, I bet so many of them that shouldn't be on there. That, that the government's function has, the, the government function, sh, you know, should not be functioning in that way. But I think when you run into cities, you're going to need some type of, you know, some, some type of group to help organize in some way. I know you might disagree, but I would say it. it, it, oh, it has I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. That that it is helpful to have a group that organize, organize different functions. But should that group have exclusive access to lethal force? That's really what it comes down to, man. Should that group be able to kill you if you disagree? That I, just well, for the sake of uh, expediency. I would say kill you. I, I think there needs to be a law. There needs to be laws in place and what the what the police can do and what they can't do. Um, obviously, if they're being shot at, yeah. Look, I agree. Police, um, police, uh, the you know the, what what police are doing now in terms of overstepping their boundaries. Yeah, it's gone too far. Uh, totally, I totally agree with that. Um, and I think a lot a lot of that a lot of that has to do with uh, the. A lot of that has to do with the federal infiltration, in my opinion, and the, the militarization comes from the federal infiltration. I, I don't uh, disagree that, that, that that's the case now, but, but it not, it just, again, assume that the, the federal government just goes poof, and uh, uh, 
I think the, the feds were intended to be the oversight for the locals if the locals get out of line. And, and we see that that happens too. The, sometimes the locals uh, get a bit too power hungry and start throwing their weight around and such. Um, so I, I don't know that it's necessarily the feds are always bad and, and the locals are always good. I think the feds were, were given power specifically to, uh, to give oversight to the local authorities because they're stepping over, they're overstepping their bounds. So already at the local level, you, you have uh, officials overstepping their bounds. And I, yeah, I, I mean, look, it's all, like I said, democracy has always got to be maintained. I think, look, if the police are overstepping the boundaries, you got several cases of that. You need to have some type of open hall debate and have, you know, and, and hash this out. And if they're, and if people are like, look, police are not doing their job, you can fire them. Uh, um, redefine what they're doing. I think, though, it does help to look if you have a big city and you have, look, this is the system of law of this city. This is, you know, look, this, look, you, you, it, it might help to have some, you know, have a up department of people who help, you know, not, I don't, I don't like the entrapment mechanism. I hate that. Uh, that's not what police should be doing. But someone to react to things that happen in the city, like a, a police, a, a fire department. Um, this and that. I think that those things are better. Uh, it can be good for having a government for, um, and and then and then you know, and then you know, justice systems as well is another thing. I think that it's you know, government can handle, um, and you know, and you might even have some cities who want to do like, look, we want to set up a little social safety net. Now that gets into more. That's where you need to pick which city you like more. If you don't like, look, I don't want any of my taxes going to that, fine. Then, then maybe that's, this city particularly is not for you. But I think there will be some people who want to, yeah, let's all pitch in and, and do a little like do this project around the city or do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think that would, um, you know, some, some places might want to do that. I'm all right with that. Um, but, you know, the goal was always just to have diversity in it. And so, like, again, some places are going to have literally hardly any government. Some are going to have a little bit more. And if those those ones are going over their boundaries, well, you need to have some type of open hall debate and you need to, you know, get these out, issues out and talk about them and and, and, re, and and maybe fire them if that's the case. I mean, that's that's part of maintenance. Uh, you know, the part goes bad. You got to take the part out, re replace it or maybe put a new part in or. Sometimes you even got to get a new car. Um, just depends on what is necessary at that time. But yeah, that's about, I guess, all. any last words for you? Um, no, just for, for me, it, it's, a, it's a different style of living. Do you, do you take responsibility for yourself, for, for, your, for your loved ones? Or are you, are you expecting somebody else to take responsibility for it? Um, are, are you... Are you responsible for your own actions or do you need to live under a certain system or where if you behave inappropriately, you need somebody to lock you in a cage? Uh, I, know, I definitely know what, what sort of system I prefer and um, I've lived in both uh, urban and rural environments and it's easy to get um, caught in a certain mindset that government is necessary because you have government. Uh, it would be an interesting thing to have a, a urban environment uh, with uh, enlightened individuals and 
to where government is not necessary. And are we at that point as a species? You know, maybe not. And maybe the, maybe a reason why it works in rural areas is because we're, you know, if there are a few bad apples, they're fairly sparse and they can't hurt all that many people before there gets to be a response. Um, well, and, and everything everything's much more spread out. Problems are isolated more, whereas exactly. you get a big problem in the middle of the city, well, you, it's a little harder to, it affects a lot of people. Mm. And so it's not so much that I need government. I think it just functions a little bit better in cities. It's, it, it can help the city function better. When people come together around collective things and use, you know, an institution to help facilitate that, I think it can be good. Um, obviously, you need the checks and balances. I'm not, you know, look, the government now, I don't, like I said, there needs to be like a purge. But mm -hmm. um, I do think it's not about needing it. I think it just, it can function better with it um in certain you know in certain places and that needs to be up to the people of that play you know who you know who live there whether what they want um we need to re-engage people back into the communities and you know like i said the, the 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 reason i think it's gotten away from that is because the federal government has taken control over the whole land uh, and it would be even worse if it got into international hands but yeah that was a good debate it's an interesting topic um there's mm -hmm. no you know we could go back and forth for a while there you know look my views might change over time i'm not beholden necessarily to this um but it, it is an interesting debate that i think people should keep talking about because you know it's not it's something that i need you know we need to figure out this as we move forward what we, what we want what is what 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 do we want our government to do do we want it in certain areas areas is it necessary um do, you know what the best size is. These are all questions that people need to start thinking about. So, Jay, right. thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. That was a very fun and thought-provoking conversation. Enjoyed it. Um, hopefully, we'll have some more stuff coming your way. Uh, check out thelastamericanvagabond.com for more, uh, you know, more for constant news on what's going on in the world. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Give it a like. Drop a comment for your own views on what size you think government should be. I'm um, interested to hear what other people think. So once again, thanks and we'll talk soon.